Hardwood Boys, episode 26. So what are we talking about first with the uh, bottle cap challenge? Yeah, I mean, why as well bring it up? I don't really want to talk about it at all. How'd you, how'd you do, kid? I did not hit it. I, I did hit the dang thing, but it bounced off. <laughs> <laughs> Your bow, your bow is so weak that an arrow bounced off. I was using my Walmart frozen bow that I bought for my daughter. Now I was using my bow and it hit the edge of the bottle cap, and it nicked it. But that didn't count because it didn't penetrate it. Was the new rule we came up with? You don't just have to touch it. I like how you that rule came up after you shot. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that nice? I was the first one to touch the cap from 20 yards, but that it didn't correct. penetrate well, it the cap. Took us two weeks. It did, but who ended up winning? Oh, I did. Yeah, Vic. That's, that's Vic. Yes, Vic. I got, um, Ben's paid up. I have not paid him yet. Kenan, I owe you 10. Kenan's in debt, but Brandon is even. Yep. Because Why? we stepped back to 30 yards, and Brandon nailed it at 30 yards on yep. the second, second Yeah, round? we did two rounds. Yeah, Brandon hit, round. hit it at 30 yards, yeah, even though. He had yeah. his other tip on where he was shooting low, which is probably why I didn't nail it on the first round. Yep. I guess yeah, that's nothing in comes last place because I'm closer than anything. 30 yards to me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he has to have it at 30 yards, otherwise, he's going to hit it in the leg. <laughs> he, he, might <laughs> have, <laughs> he might have a little bit of problem hitting anything right now. Yeah, now he's off. Afterwards, we were looking at his, <laughs> at his sights and his. His sight moved up and down just wherever he wanted to go. Yeah, it was just free-flowing. It was all the way down when he shot. And well, I think you just need to drop it all the way down and lock it in place and shoot from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'll get it straight. But, so I owe you $10. I owe Vic $10. Owe hey, that's all right, but all my shots, I will say, all my shots were you, in the kill. You would have killed a deer? I was Absolutely. right around that bottle cap, which will kill a deer. Um, I hope it walks out with a bottle cap on it. I, I just need a deer to step out with a bottle cap on the side of it, so... We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll uh, this weekend, next weekend when we're up at uh, our camp. Maybe I'll slip over there with a dart, dart one of your does with a bottle cap. No, and oh. and then put a bottle cap on a piece of string and you know a rope around yeah, it. Yeah, just put it on there. That way, make know. make sure it's a Gatorade bottle cap, not a water <laughs> bottle bottle cap. <laughs> you want a big? <laughs> what if I get a crab bowl? That's the key. Those gold <laughs> crab bowl caps. That's yes. what I can get. Next week, yeah. next week when we back up to forty yards, I'm gonna get one of those crab bowl uh, Zatarans caps, which are like six inches around. And if we can hit that, I, I'm sure we can. I, I feel confident. I want to give a shout out tonight. I, I saw some, uh, uh, one of our fans. Um, Talked to us on Facebook or sent us a message on Facebook today, and I'm pretty sure it's for Vic. Uh, let me read it. Yeah, it's, oh, I just got a rat away from it. Okay, it's from Gil O'Brien to the Hardwood Boys. Gil O. He said, Hey, me and Trip were discussing dinner plans, maybe ribs one night, bone in chicken another. What you say, pal? I'm guessing that's to you, Vic. Yes, Gil will be at the camp um, next weekend for the dove hunt. So, as far as meals go, we're going to do brisket. We're doing steaks on Friday night, brisket on Saturday night. Um, Sunday, looking at just having like pulled pork maybe for lunch. And um, we're going to do chicken for dinner on Sunday night. Okay. Because it's Labor Day weekend, so we have Monday. So we'll, we'll utilize that. And I've been so. to your camp once for dinner, and that. Y'all go all out for them. There's one thing is for certain: we may not shoot any doves, we may not catch any fish. You may get ticketed. We may not <laughs> shoot a deer, but we are going to eat like like champions. I, I've actually there's a new 
meat market in Ocean Springs. It's called Four Bulls. And the only reason why I know this is we delivered um, a freezer to them, a refrigerator, one of the other big, yeah. you know, like Dollar General, whatever, you know, that kind yeah. of refrigerator, glass doors. And uh, we delivered in there, and he came to the office and picked one out, and, and our guys took it over there. And so I just swung, and I wanted to go check it out. I'm talking about this guy, and you can look up his website. It's Four Bulls Meat Market. But he, he was like a grand champion for the meat that he was raising. He lived in South Dakota. He's from the coast. Okay. was in South Dakota and retired back down here on the coast. Um, so he, uh, he, he showed me around. I mean, his briskets and all this and that. So I'm going to get a brisket, and I'm going to get Brandon and I steak, probably D steak. Um, That's just a long way to go just to get a steak, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll I'll be over there anyways. I'll go to Ocean Springs on Thursday because I have appointments over there. Yeah. So I'll just pick it up. That makes sense. I'm hoping that my my Yeti is five days into ice from Kenan's boathouse, and it's still still ice cold, so. Thank you for sunset landings. Ice is hard. I mean, we we make hard ice there. I I called Kenan on Sunday (laughs) and asked him if I could stop in and and get some ice just because we weren't sure what these hurricanes were going to do. Yep. And we were kind of in the crosshairs on on both of them at one point. And so I said, hey, Kenan, can I get some ice? He said, absolutely. So I swung in there and he gave me a couple five-gallon buckets full and it's still in the ice just in the back of the truck. He's, he's got a Yeti. He's got a Yeti. If they, if they want to sponsor us and send us all a couple, we we would love that. I opened it up and I was like, "Yes, indeed. This is this is nice." It's, so it keeps ice long time. I've got one. Yeah, but a they, Yeti. Yeah, but it's it's having a problem. If they want to fix this, the uh, the lid is bowed. Ooh, yeah. melted or something. I, I don't know. I don't. I've done nothing to it. it uh, it's just been sitting in my shop. I thought they had like a lifetime warranty or something. <sighs> They should. I've looked into it that how much, much. They but cost. It, it gaps up on the corners. It doesn't hold ice like it Ooh. used to. Yeah, know. that sucks. It's the only one I've ever seen do it. Maybe I got a lemon. What do you have, Brandon? You have a nice ice chest. Yeah, I've got the um, Pelican, and it holds Those ice pretty nice. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's supposed um, to be bomb-proof, but I haven't said bomb off. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Well, we can get some tanner right. Ben's yeah. got a cannon. You can yeah. shoot. I a got cannon. three cans. Yeah. But what happens when we put a hole in it? <laughs> then it's, it's not going to hold Then it'll drain the water out. It's not bomb-proof yeah. at that point. Yeah, no, I'm still on the igloos. That's all I have. I was at sports. Well, I got an igloo in there, but I got ice from you. I love the igloo. The Magellans, they came out with new ones. You know how they kind of parallel a lot of France, Columbia, and whatnot? Yeah. They came out with coolers. They're they're pretty sweet, man. They've got locking hinges and everything. Yeah. And for a third of the price of a Yeti. So. <laughs> Brandon uh, just showed me something he posted on Facebook just now. To what is that in Gil response to Gil's? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Vic can see that later, and Gil can respond to it. And if you're interested in seeing it, you can check the Facebook page out and see what Brandon responded. The Hardwood Boys responded to it. Um, Vic was talking about the hurricanes coming. Marco and Laura. We're one day out of Laura hitting, making landfall in right. Louisiana, which it is was historical. Like one o'clock this morning. Yes. So it was this morning. Yeah, I yeah. was up at two watching it on uh, the Weather Channel, which those people are nuts. I don't know what Jim Cantori's doing. I mean, I, I get what was he's it, doing. Was he in Cameron, Louisiana? That's like yes. Right no, there. he was in Lake Charles, but he's wearing a helmet at two in the morning out in front of a hotel. What are you doing, man? Why? Are you but, that? But he, at least he was smart enough because I know when Katrina hit here, he was at the Armed Forces Retirement Home, which is which on is the beach. On the beach. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. And I think he was 
was was uh, overly concerned when the storm surge came in, and you know, I mean, yeah. they, they predicted a lot of storm surge with this storm, but I don't think it was as bad as what they were saying. Well, it's pretty bad on the rural parts of Louisiana, like Grand Chenier. A friend of mine has some land out there, and he sent me aerial photos, and it's still covered in water even right now, right. or at least this morning it was when the aerial, as soon as daylight came and yeah. the storm passed. They had a helicopter fly over. Everything was covered with water. Roofs are gone off of houses. Right. But that the population of Grand Chenier is probably like 150 people. Right. So if they all got out, of course that didn't do nearly to the destruction. Well, and Lake it, Charles went like 40 miles inland or so. Yeah, it's a pretty I good way. I saw a lot of pictures. So and I they could, were thinking storm surge was yeah. going to be high there, but it didn't happen. Well, uh, so far. Well, you know. the, the storm wobbled. And it went fast. It wobbled right as it was coming on shore, and just because of that wobble, so it, it shifted east, east like 50 miles. And that saved like Galveston and Houston it, and like when it, when it made yeah. that wobble, that saved the storm surge from going in. Because I, I was looking at it on, on some websites, yeah. like Tropical Tidbits. To something. hitting big populations. Yes. So yeah, it, they, it, it, it wobbled it, and that cut down on the storm surge that Lake Charles would have gotten. Had, had it kept on its path, Yeah. That it would have forced that water in there, but when it shifted, that that helped. Them yeah, out. now now not to discredit the people that did get displaced and the people right. that probably did lose their homes. There was a lot of them, but it's not like New Orleans where you're gonna have billions of dollars of damage. You're gonna have hundreds of that, maybe millions of dollars in damage on the people that did lose their homes down there. So anybody that did, we're sorry. I've, um, I've never been down there, like on on the Gulf down there. So yeah, do they, it's, do, it's cool. Do they have houses like we have on our beach here? Yeah, they have like a main road, at least in Grand Chenier. I've, I've been down there with, with Martin Miller, a friend of mine. Um, we went to Hurricane Harvey to help. We took a flat boat. That was like the first year I lived here when Harvey hit Houston. And he, 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 I just barely knew him. And he said, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to Houston. And I said, I'm free. I'll jump in your car. And we went. Took a little tiny flatboat and went to Houston. And we helped a, a few people. Uh, we so didn't, you were part of the, the, the Cajun, Cajun? Yeah, the Cajun Navy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got on the Internet. I mean, I was a member of it with the getting the, the – like, we, we got – we didn't know what we were doing. We got there and had no clue. We went – we were way north of Houston, north of Port Arthur, and it was still flooding. I mean, because the, the hurricane came up, came east, I think, and then turned back around, did a loop, and then came back to Houston and then went north. And so it dumped so much rain. It was so much flooding. Um, we were trying to find people in the night just to help, and we couldn't even get down these roads. I mean, we didn't even know where we were going, but I'm using a phone app um, and talking to an operator, which it was very organized, but we didn't know what we were doing. So we didn't feel comfortable going to these people's houses you know it, it was only two days in so they weren't going to die they were they just needed some food and water which right. we had um so we went the next day so we helped some people we got some people out of their houses but they were way deep in water they weren't going to die we right. didn't rescue anybody right. but we helped people get out of their houses it's not like they were, they were on the roof yeah exactly and you were pulling up we did we had a, like a, a 25 horsepower with a flat boat that had holes in it you know we weren't going into the rough so they, waters they had to save you yeah, pretty much <laughs> um, pretty much we'll pick you up as long as you use this one gallon pail <laughs> yeah, and bail the water yeah. out for us um, but we had a good time um doing that the first night we slept in a church with a bunch of guys we didn't know and they all snored it was hard to sleep um but that's that's what i remember from the first night uh but after that we went to grand chenier after that which was not hurt in that hurricane because it went west of grand chenier into Houston but this one was ground, Grand Chenier Cameron uh, Louisiana was ground zero 
Holly Beach, I think I heard, it was a place that never recovered from Rita. You know, they had like 50 people came back and they were a 500 person town before Rita. And like 50 people came back and rebuilt and now it just got wiped out again. So that it sucks for that kind of stuff. Um, we got very lucky because we had two bearing down on us a week ago. They said they were going to be direct hits. And Marco went east and uh, peter, petered out. I mean, we didn't. Well, no, I mean, it went west, but all the all the weather blew off of it. Exactly. It just, you, the, you but all the, the rain went east yeah, of the, us. Yeah, the, the low-level circulation went straight, uh, like, straight underneath us. But you, know, didn't, you could see it go, but all but the rain around Florida, and, and Florida wasn't even in any kind of watch or anything. I think they got pounded pretty good. And then it. Laura was supposed to come right at us, and then it moved west, thank goodness high, to us. high pressure built in enough to... I think to it would have been a lot harder hit here than it did where... Said, yeah, it was, beach it was more rural there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's more rural, and there's just so many houses right on the beach. And, and it, surprising it to know that businesses. Like I thought, Katrina was a five when it hit. No, it went down right before it. I didn't know that made. either. I know. So it this was, was a the five in the Gulf. Was, I think it was a three when it came ashore. And that yes. was the hardest hit. That was the biggest storm to hit Louisiana since 1956. Laura was, which surprised me. Camille hit Mississippi, I guess, and Katrina was yeah. considered Mississippi, well, Katrina not really Louisiana. Didn't do that much damage to well, Louisiana. The levee, the flood, yeah, the levee, the, the yeah. levee breaking is yeah, what that's, was. That's what I was talking to a, a guy in New Orleans yesterday, actually, and um, he, he said, "You know, Vic, he said when Katrina hit, we survived. The storm was was nothing to us here. But when that levee broke, that was it." And it let all that water in, and there was no way it was going out. It couldn't get out. Exactly. Yeah, they That's what the, the pumping everybody. systems then, like they do now. They did. Yeah, but they lost power. Right. So, Which is kind of. Yeah. It's kind of goofy. Yeah. But they, they still they have today, generators, but if the generators are today, bad. If they get an inch of rain an hour in New Orleans, they're flooded. They're flooded. Oh, I've been down there when the, it happened. The, you get their thunderstorm, and the roads are flooded. Then it's getting worse and worse. Well, yeah, they're but, 100 years old. 80 exactly. Years they're, old. they're trying they get to upgrade a ton of federal money right after Katrina to fix all that. What no, they didn't. I think it went to levees. Yeah, because yeah. I know the the new that mayor. Obviously, didn't work the first time. Latoya Cantrell, the yeah. new mayor, which some people like, some people don't like. I, she's in a tough spot, just like everybody is right now, dealing with the coronavirus sure. and Mardi Gras, and now. Yeah, and so I'm not saying I'm a fan of hers or not a fan. I'm just saying I know when she came into office, they went and cleaned out the tunnels mm-hmm. or the pump, the, the drainage. There were cars yeah. in the drains. They, I saw pictures of them pulling so these, cars like, out. pumped tunnels? Yes. Or it's just they, you know, if you're driving in New Orleans, you'll see in between some of the roads, there's canals. Yeah, yeah. And they, they have drainages. Oh, so there's cars in the canals. No, no, no. Uh, like under, in, in there's the, tunnels in and the stuff. tunnels where the water's pumped no out. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Who, how did the cars get there? Nobody knows. When, <laughs> you know, I mean, stuff like that. They, like multiple cars. So that holds up the flow of the water sure. getting oh, to the pumps or getting out. So I know that she at least did that. Um, well, at least she's spending right some direction. money sure. trying to get the pumps up and ready, but they're not. They're a hundred year old system. I wouldn't want to be faced with that problem. No, 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 God, no. You're underwater. Yeah. New Orleans is literally, literally below, below sea level. Sea level. That's what maybe the only city in the world. No, I mean, Venice is below sea level. I don't know because they have the canals that run through there. Um, they're right above the sea level. No, their buildings are Amsterdam? built. Yeah, on they're. Top of I don't know the if Amsterdam is. But well, they're. Got, but yeah, but they've raised everything. So I mean, the canals go through it. They've got those yeah, dikes that they're under. Oh, yeah. too. Are they? Yeah. I mean, I know it, the city of Atlantis. 
It's still in the bombs, isn't it? I mean, in a thousand years, maybe the city of New Orleans. No, it never existed. Yeah. And they had all these parties and great stuff and strip Mardi clubs. Mardi Gras, this big street down there, people partying. <laughs> glitter they box was down there. They probably have a glitter box. box. They probably have a glitter box. Nobody's going to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> you it never happened. <laughs> New Orleans did not <laughs> exist. There's no way that people, humans, had that much fun. Yeah. Erase that in the history books. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm just disappointed that we didn't get in a sword fishing boat and go out. Yeah. Right in the middle of the perfect storm. The perfect storm. That's what it was supposed to be. The two yeah. of them were going to meet and hang out. And, and we were going to be on a fishing boat together. Yeah. And uh, Vic was going to be yelling <laughs> at Ben. You know, at Wendy, I pulled yeah. up the buoy down. There's 37-foot waves yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I heard. Yeah, I'd heard 37 heard out of the buoy. Because somebody posed that. They're like, oh, it, it, there was a 37-foot storm surge, the highest in past Christian was 28.4 and Katrina but that no storm surge is different than a wave height yeah, yeah. you know hugely big well, difference they, they said surge. when the Ivan hit Pensacola there was 90 foot waves oh I'm sure out in the Gulf yeah have you ever watched Deadliest Catch in the Bering Sea when those storms happen yeah. there's I've seen them 60 foot waves 70 foot waves in the Bering Sea and you got crazy people in Australia that go surfing big, oh they're those stupid big breakers that's fools Randy <laughs> would probably do it I would do that no <laughs> they're so you gotta, stupid you gotta get pulled in with a jet ski just so you can try to catch it dude I've been and then pulled out with a jet ski or you die scary. you bang into the freaking cliffs yeah. yeah yeah no not, not for me <laughs> I stay away from all that crap hmm. um what else were we gonna talk about I, I wanted to uh, bring up um Mississippi heat salsa, just oh yeah, you know, just something random. Um, Claiborne Hill sells it, and I, the only reason why is, is, I mean, I love it, and, and it's it's hot. It's got some heat to it. The, the hot stuff does. You, Kenan, you probably have to get like they have a kid version. I think it's called Mild. Yeah, I'm not gonna touch. It. I don't even need Mild. <laughs> I think they call it chocolate milk. What <laughs> my thought is, why do you cook stuff if or buy stuff that you want to put? Other flavors you in. I it. like the it, flavor of it. I know, but why do I want to add? It releases like endorphins. When we I don't go, need those endorphins. It, I got it, enough of them. When we <laughs> go to Georgia in two weekends, mm-hmm. we're stopping at the Taco Bell, and, and you can get you some Diablo I sauce. I can deal with the Diablo sauce, but uh, with that hot stuff, are your habanero peppers ready? No, that's not yet. Go, go are, we gonna, are we going to combine the bottle chat? Bottle cap challenge and the habanero challenge together. You got you got to eat the ghost pepper and first. Then and, then and then take a yes. shot. And then take a yes. shot. Wait one minute it. and then shoot. But we might actually kill somebody if we do that. Or better yet, you take that. You got to hold your bow back for a minute. Ooh, that can release. Ooh, that's a good challenge. Ooh, I like that challenge. Somebody's gonna die that. Next week we do the bottle cap challenge and the hold your bow back challenge. Who can hold it back the longest? Then we time it. Boom. Recurve bows. Oh, I can't even pull. Ooh. I can't even pull a recurve back. My left shoulder's done. I can't we'll even, do it left-handed. I can probably do it that way, but no, I can't do it. it just no, don't it release left-handed. it left-handed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Why is that, Vic? Because forearm will look like yours. Did we ever? Right. Did we ever? Put I just those got pictures over the previous bruise. No, we, we don't have the pictures. Why don't we have the pictures? Because my old phone broke and I don't use an okay. iCloud. I'm gonna find I, my buddy's picture of his forearm. Jeff Dewitt did it one time with his father-in-law's bow, and then he called me with the and he sent me the picture. He said, I, "What the hell did I do wrong?" I was like, "Yeah, you didn't. You did I, something wrong." I don't do iCloud. Um, my, I just don't want any pictures or anything out there for whoever to go grab and see. And when I my old phone like died, and I couldn't get any of my old pictures. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you got a bunch of nudie pictures on there? 
<laughs> you didn't want people getting on there. Tiger Woods' wife got on his, and what happened to him? He got yeah. hit in the face with a nine iron. <laughs> Still worth more money than all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he it was gave, a really nice nine iron. Yeah. Yeah. And she was cute. So it's all right. He deserved it. But yeah, um, um, Mississippi Heat Salsa. They're, it's made in Purvis. Um, Purvis, Purvis, Mississippi. They have two different kinds of Grumpy Man and then the Mississippi Heat. And Claiborne I've Hill, had some of that Grumpy. Yeah. It's pretty pepper good jelly stuff. I've had. Yeah, they have that at Claiborne Hill. Yeah. They have a whole bunch of different stuff. I some last night. Actually. They actually have like habanero barbecue sauce. I think I saw this. So, I mean, it's a lot of, like I said, I like spicy stuff. My mom, I'm kind of where I'm, I'm going with this, my my mom comes into my office this morning and, and puts a, I don't know, a half gallon jar of salsa on my desk. And so I called the lady at the switchboard. I was like, hey, did you put the salsa on my desk? And she said, no, I think your mom walked in with it. So I called mom. She's like, yeah. She said, this this banker down in Florida that, that I, I work with, he, he brought, he sent me some. She said, it's, it, it's too hot for me. So I. I had opened one already. I won't give you that one. So she gave me the one that wasn't hot or wasn't open. And I I had Moe's for lunch today, and I put some on my Moe's. It was, it was really good. So um, I had some with my dinner tonight, and I'm all I, I love salsa. I'm a salsa. You know what kind of salsa I like? Pace. Kinda, I, I like pace picante, man. Pace picante. New, New York City. City. It ain't bad, though. It, it's not Ray, bad. Ray, Ray Ray New York City. Salsa. I think I've had some of that. He puts carrots in his. He it's put just, mangoes in the last one or something. No, but. that's because your wife likes that. Yeah, I know. I don't I, I don't like fruit, so. No, yeah. but I learned the the other one, he was, a guy from Texas that I used to work with taught me how to make it. It's like his family recipe. Hmm. It's, a, it's a habanero. Good. It's got carrots in it. It's okay. good. That seems odd. Yeah. But I'm yeah, sure it gives it, gives it like a crunch. crunch. It's yeah. good for your eyes. Carotene. Yeah. yeah. Releases endorphins because <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> That's why I don't touch it. I don't need endorphins, apparently. Two weeks, El Diablo. El Diablo at the Taco Bell. Yes. But that's not really that spicy. They have liability there. So they, they don't want to make it too spicy where it hurts somebody like me. Uh, I've had it. It's okay. I've eaten your crawfish. I, I, it doesn't kill me. I just don't enjoy it. You make some spicy crawfish. Compared to Kenan's, you're spicy. Yeah. You're yeah. very <laughs> spicy. Mine, you can taste other things besides just the spice. My, my, I use two different types of seasoning. So I have Captain Sid's. If I make some ones and I want to do a crawfish bowl, I'll get Captain Sid's. It's all, it's just mixing, just cutting the bottom of the bag, boom, drop it in. edition of the Hardwood Boys podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Stay hard.